Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Camfolk and them with my Kimfo is Greg Brett and Napoleon. You already know if you are checking everything out on Facebook, please make sure you like and share this broadcast. We are on YouTube as well. We are on Kimfolk and them, so please make sure you subscribe to our Kimfolk and them page. Well, guys, we are back again. On Wednesday, as always, another Hump Day special, and this is a very special episode to both, I mean, to all of us, because it looks like Versus has changed their mind, and mm. instead of going with T.I. versus Jeezy, we have now Jeezy versus Gucci in this upcoming Versus, which is tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Make sure you guys tune in for that, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, when it comes to T.I. versus Jeezy versus, and we said it on this show, we felt like it'd be a better matchup with Gucci versus Jeezy. And now with it finally happening, how does everybody feel about this? Now, let's go ahead and start you off. I'm excited. Tell you the truth, I am. Um, I still think it's a setup. I don't think Gucci's just going to run up on Jeezy on the internet live, but hey. I think he might do something funny, to be honest. But hopefully, maybe it's a setup so they can squash the beef live. You know what I'm saying? How about that? Because it, it only makes sense. But as far as music, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a classic battle. Because they both got hits galore. Hits galore. Jeezy got hits on hits on hits. Gucci got hits on hits on hits. If you want to pick mixtapes, we can do mixtapes. you want to do albums, we can do albums. you want to do features, we can do features. What you want to do? Where you want to go? You feel me? Like, so I'm hella excited for this shit, to be honest with you. Greg. Uh for me, man, this is probably the first versus battle where I really don't care who wins, bro. I'm just glad that I finally get to see this. Um, we're living in times right now where the pandemic and all this stuff that's been going on in 2020, Kobe dying, stuff like this. This is probably the most shocking of all. Because these dudes had a 15-year beef. 15 years. And they're finally being able to be in the same room for each other after all the bullshit they've been through. And to have this versus battle, man, <clears throat> I really don't give a shit who wins, to be honest. Did they confirm they're going to be in the same room? <laughs> yeah. From what, yeah. From what I heard, yes, they should be in the same room. <clears throat> Gonna be mad security on the scene. Yeah, like what? Yeah, my voice went out. My voice went out because I'm so shocked by this shit. Be honest, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Brett, Brett, you got something to say? I know, I know, we all grew up listening to Gucci. I know you know a couple Gucci songs. I mean, I I mean, honestly, if I'm being 100 percent honest, I listened to more Jeezy than Gucci. If I'm being 100 percent honest, but but I mean, we all. Jam, I mean, we all jam Gucci though. I like half of half of our sayings growing up were Gucci. So like, I mean, I I'm honestly excited for it. Am I gonna watch it? Nope. But I'm excited for it. I'm, beyond, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, you watch I'm it? Honest, I'm not gonna watch it because uh, at seven o'clock, good. at seven o'clock, I, I do my workout, so I'm not gonna watch it. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm all, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm all. I mean, I'm all for it. Like, you know, I'm. Ex- I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, I know we're all going to talk about it later, but I'm excited to see honestly what happens. Like, if they come at each other, or if they're able to be civil, squash beef. Like, I mean, 
like Greg, like Greg said, I'm shocked that it's happening, but I'm anticipating something big coming out of it. But yeah, like Brett said, Brett said he's very shocked. He ain't going to watch it, but he'll recap it when everything's over I'll with. Recap. So thank you for that, Brett. Yes, sir. Anytime, sir. Anytime. <laughs> Ish, what you got for us? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm excited about the music. Really, that's what I'm excited about. But I'm also excited about the pettiness because Gucci Mane already came out and started being petty online. So, um, I mean, who knows what to expect Uh when they get on there together, like I said, I'm shocked that they're in the same room. Because if they're in the same room, man, this could be turned into a TMZ special real quick. Um, the way that this man has already decided to be childish. <laughs> like, you would think with them accepting it and being on there, like, this was going to be some kumbaya, we're going to squash this beef kind of thing. But I don't know. My man already being childish before the, the battle even starts, so... I'm a, I will be tuning in just to see if it is a train wreck. Yeah, I was never expecting this to honestly be a, any type of kumbaya moment between them. Um, I think Gucci, let's be real, after Gucci has gotten let, let, out, of, let out of jail this most recent time, and we everybody thought this was a clone Gucci because he came out with the eight-pack and just, you know, just looked completely different, right? Um, I think Gucci actually... He's always been a business guy, right? But he was a dangerous business guy back in the day. I think he's a business guy now and a calm, cool, and collected. Has gotten married, you know, starting this new brand with um, this same brand, but new brand with the new 1017. I think he sees what it can do for him and his brand and everything moving towards the future. So I understand why he's why he's doing it and what he wants to maybe do with this in the future, as in the exposure that it gets. If this was ten, if this was ten years ago, I could definitely see a pistol being brought to the show. But I, I think this is a cool comic collective Gucci this time. I know that sounds that maybe sounds bad to to us that probably want to see something, but. Nah, I think I think we need we need to see these two guys come out and, and, and show us how great real talk, show us how great both of these guys are with their music on the commercial side and in the street side. Cause they both they have both of those. Bruh, the man reposted the meme with the dude jumping over. I did table. I, I did see that. I did see that. I mean, go ask your partner about that shit. Yeah, I did see that. Go dig up your partner. I bet he can't say anything. Like bet he can't. Maybe, Come on now. Like you talking about you want them to be what? We'll <laughs> see. But disaster. anyways, I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring this up right quick. This is a um quick little rundown of some of their songs that they do have. I know it's in a little small print, uh, but Jeezy, of course, then innovation, gangster music, trapper die, go crazy, bottom of the map. And again, that was just a couple of songs. Of course, we all know president is black. Um, uh, I got what else we got on here? Get right, and of course them boys. And with Gucci, I mean, again, just looking at the song list, it, it ranges for for the last fifteen years. Starting off, I mean, with you know, with, with bricks. I mean, we we I mean, we grew up with all white bricks. You feel me? That's that's what we were talking about <laughs> in high school. We shouldn't have been, but hey, it just it is what it is. Uh, I'm a dog, you know. I, I heard Lemonade, Plain Jane, Beat It Up, uh, Photo Shoot, 
both, you know, with him and Drake, um, Trap House. I mean, the the Trap House. I'm sorry, Trap God mixtape series by itself. I mean, is yeah. is is legendary. That Trap you feel House me? three. So, Trap House three. Yes, sir. I was say that Trap House three by itself is is ridiculous. I mean, but even with Jeezy side, you got you got all the the, the you got all the Thug Motivation one on one the one on fours. I mean, all every every. I think both guys have classics either with the albums or with the mixtapes. So it's going to be very interesting to see what they come with. Are they going to be allowed to play the music, the mixtape music? I hope so. I think um, I think they can play a little bit of... Because I've seen somewhere they said they can play like features and shit, so I don't see why they wouldn't be able to play their own mixtape. Nah, it's got to be some rules, bro. I'm I'm sure they made. I'm sure when they were setting this up, they were like, "Nah, we got to limit what you can play and whatnot." I don't know. I don't know though, cause we talking about Jeezy and Gucci. So if you put a limitation on Jeezy and Gucci, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, no cap. What I want, I want it. I want to be able to play any and everything. I want to hear the features. I want to hear the mixtapes. I want to hear. I want to hear the albums. I want to hear it all. Gucci gotta play. Wake up in the sky. Fly. That shit hard as hell, nigga. Looking at what you talking about. What I would say is I'm okay with them doing both, but what I would want is let's say like one of them does a feature, the other one has to do a feature. Or if somebody goes from the mixtape, the other one has to go from a mixtape. That way yeah. it's, it's fair. We also gotta remember too, they not controlling the music. This is the DJ. Yeah, no. Nah, it's gotta be like Pokemon style. Like that. <laughs> and Brett, and Brett, you shouldn't even have no say in it, Mister. I ain't gonna watch it anyways. Hell yeah. We was talking about rules. I, I can talk nah, Brett. It's gotta be like Pokemon style. Like one dude throw out a mixtape, and the other dude like, oh, you gotta throw out a mixtape. I'm gonna throw out my top ten record. <laughs> like, Looking nice. Like that's what I want to see. 10, but one of the top ten records could be from a mixtape. Right? It could. It could. But. Uh, from them specifically is what I'm saying, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll go ahead and get on to the next topic. And, of course, what is going on at this moment still, the 2020 NBA draft. Um, we're just going to talk a little bit about that. And on the bottom ticker, you will see the players that have been drafted at this moment. Um Let's start off with Ish. We had a we had a nice little pre-talk Why before we before we got into before we got into this show, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask you: Are there any surprises so far in the in the first ten picks of this draft? I think Patrick Williams at four was the only surprise for me. I didn't think Patrick Williams was gonna go that high. I thought if you were gonna if they're picking somebody there. Um, in the vein of Patrick Williams, I mean, I would have probably gone with like Obi Toppin, somebody else before Patrick Williams, but uh, they went with Patrick Williams. That was the fit. Um, that's cool, but I don't. I think outside of that, there's not really too many surprises. It pretty much went how people thought it was going to go. Greg, uh, I'm surprised Obi Toppin fell out the top five. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. He should have been the top five. Well based on the projections and all of the mock drafts, he was top five pick. So that was a little bit surprising. Uh, Patrick Williams, like Ishmael said, he didn't even start when he played in college. He came off so, the bench. So that was, that was so kind of like. That, I don't, I've never seen that before in my life. I know Xavier Ish, all the rest of you guys are sports guys. I've never seen that before. A guy that didn't start in college went top five in the draft. 
Is, is that the highest? That's is that the highest draft pick or somebody who didn't start? I have no idea. I've never seen it before. It might be. Four? Probably so. Yeah, yeah, probably. Dude didn't start, so that shocked the hell out of me. Well, well, the the reason why he went so high, my bad, Bridge, to cut you off. The reason why he went so hard is because everybody is saying that his potential is so great because of everything that he brings to the NBA game. So that's the reason why, from what I heard, they want to. But I still think you could have got him later in the. I yeah, still think he's, he's somebody that could have potentially. You got a guy later in the draft. I don't. It might be a reach. It may be you know good to. They may be geniuses over there. I don't we'll, know. We'll see. I don't. I don't see it. But I mean, where was that potential at when he was in college on the bench? So. Shout out to Sire <laughs> checking out the show. He said, "Just want to holler at y'all boys. I got to take my whole ass to sleep. Appreciate you." Appreciate checking you, out the show. We know it is a little late, but we got to get it in. We got to get it in. All right, Brett. Um, is there anybody that you see at the moment from 1 to 20 that you feel like can be more than what they are going into the future because of where they were drafted? So let's just say uh, Obi Toppin drafted at 8 going to the Knicks. Yeah. Can he be the Boy. guy for the Knicks for the next 10 years. That's another bad pick. The way that he plays, I'm going to say no. Uh, I, mean, I mean, he's a high flyer, which is cool. Uh, which he's, I also, he's also a Dayton flyer. Oh, thank you. Pun intended. I'll be here all week, everybody. Please don't. We won't. Yeah, we won't. For sure. I'll just say that like I think I think for New York, though for the excitement i think a player like that can be good now in terms of like longevity and and him actually being good over the years that part bro we're not I focusing can't. on that man that's not I'm the question saying. he bro, I, well, you I never answered the question bro, i was talking about obi Toppin because he brought it up he brought his name up he brought his name up. all right my bad listen but no, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, <laughs> I'm excited to see what uh, what Wiseman does, though. Okay. The I, impact, I agree. The impact in Golden State once everybody gets back. Because the thing that they've been missing this whole time has always been a, a good center. And if he can come in and be half of the player that he's been projected to be, I think that he'll have a really good impact for that team. You're being disrespectful to Andrew Bogut, but keep going. Mm. Andrew Bogut. Andrew mm. Andrew disrespectful. I, if you count Andrew Bogut <laughs> as a true real center, Greg. Mm. I, I mean, that wasn't, even, that wasn't even Andrew Bogut for the Bucks. Yeah, I know. I'm just Come saying. On, Greg. Shout out to Andrew Bogut. He got a ring, though. Shout out to Andrew Bogut. Come on, Greg. Andrew, I mean, a lot of my got rings. Be all right. Anyways, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> Um, do I will agree with you. I will agree with you as well, Brett. That James Wiseman pick for the Warriors, I think, was the best. No, I think that's the best thing that you do for the Warriors. I yeah. that is something that that they've been t- uh, that I'm sorry, the sports media have been talking about for the Warriors to do since last year to be able to have your two sharpshooters back, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Unfortunately, Clay Thompson did surfer. Thompson did suffer a lower leg injury. Hopefully, it is nothing seriously be, uh, serious because I would like to see those three guys play together this upcoming season. Because what Steph Curry and Klay Thompson really need 
is another guy that can get them rebounds, get them second chance opportunities to score yeah. more points. So now that you have, now that you don't have to worry about Draymond Green being the main center for you, you actually have a real center. Draymond can now move around freely, and I think it just opens up the floor even more for the Warriors to go out there and be the Harlem Globetrotters all over again. I mean, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they look like coming back. If they're the old Warriors or if they're, you know. I mean, not necessarily a washed-up version, but like not as good because they're coming off of, of injuries and like trying to get everybody to play together again. I agree. I agree. Now let's let's, let's check in with with Greg right quick. He is a Rockets fan. Excuse me. He is a Rockets <laughs> fan, and and there are a lot of talk going on right now with James Harden, Russell Westbrook on James Harden maybe wanting to go to Brooklyn. Uh, there are trade packages maybe being a symbol for Russell Westbrook. As a Rockets fan, what is the best-case scenario going into this season? Uh, for them niggas to suck it up, pause, tough it up, whatever you want to call it, uh, and just deal with it. Uh, I mean, they don't look like they have much options as far as, like, uh, trade trading them away. Um I know I heard Westbrook for John Wall. I don't. I don't know about that. I, you don't know what John Wall's gonna bring to the table after pretty much being out for two seasons. I don't. You don't know what you what you're gonna get for him. Uh, as far as the Brooklyn trade that James Harden wants, I mean, unless they give up Kyrie or ask for Kyrie, I mean, I don't see no point in trading with the Nets. So, for logically speaking, I think that Harden Westbrook will be there. For the start of the season, and hopefully they want to be competitive and still want to be NBA professionals and want to play. We'll see. But uh, as far as from my concern personally, uh, all the viewers out there, if you have any therapists you want to recommend me, I will be glad to please. <laughs> uh, being a Houston sports fan definitely fucks with your mental health. So please, mm. any therapists, anybody out there want to throw it out there? Let me know, man. I mean, I mean you can talk to my wife. She's going to school for counseling, so. Definitely. Nothing wrong with Zoom. Nothing wrong with Zoom calls since she's in Dallas. So. Yep. Okay. Well, okay. I would say I'm. I'm sorry for you, but I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Now, Napoleon. Even though you are in Philadelphia, you are a Dallas Mavericks fan. Mm-hmm, How do you feel about your team going into this upcoming season with a? Uh, you know, reloaded Mavs team, of course, with KP and also Luca. How do you feel about this upcoming season? Um, well, I know I did miss out. I didn't really pay a lot of attention this last season. I do not know why. Um, but from what I did pick up, man, as long as they come out of the gates with that same team playing some good ass basketball, making these plays, like a couple of the games that I have seen them play, I think they'll be all right. Um, 18th round pick and the 31st round pick in the draft, so. Uh, who's that? What they got? Josh Green? I, I'm not really familiar with the guy. I'm be yeah, real. Josh Green. Yes, sir. But I mean, we know you're not familiar. <laughs> I think, you know, Mr. Cuban as a as a businessman and as a as a professional in the league, so he's gonna make the proper moves that he feels is necessary for the team. As far as having a well-rounded team, that's gonna play some dope, good basketball. Maybe take me to the motherfucking uh, playoffs and shit, but we'll see. Are y'all are y'all wanting to address the the situation we're talking about in the pre-draft, or are y'all done with that? 
too. I mean, we can we can bring it up right quick. I have no problems with it, Greg. You want to bring it up? Oh, these nigga don't know the, the name of the Hornets coach. I don't know. <laughs> Manuel Borrego. Oh, it took, oh, it took a minute. He looked it up. He had to look it up. Coach in the NBA 75-year history. Okay. And if you would have known that. And he coached, if, and he coached under Greg Popovich. Didn't know that oh. in the pre-show. He didn't know that at all in the pre-show at oh. all. So the point of where we're getting at, Brett, because we're waiting oh. on you to get here. He was talking Yo, about LaMelo. He was talking about LaMelo Ball getting drafted to the Hornets and being able yeah. to play under the guidance of Michael Jordan. Okay. Being un- in his organization. I said it's a great spot for him because with the questions that people have of LaMelo Ball, what better place than to go to Charlotte where you got the, the greatest of all time to play, uh, that played the game, yeah. to be there, and to be in your ear. Just kind of, you know, not necessarily be on the practice court with you every day, but just somebody that's there in the organization, talk to you, you know, kind of give you some heads up on what it takes to be a guy that comes into a losing organization and is asked to take over that organization, make them a winner like he did with Chicago. Is that outrageous? They try to make it seem like I was crazy because I said that. First of all, Greg thought you was crazy. Second of all, you didn't know who the head coach for the Hornets was because you said because you said it don't matter who the head coach is because this is this. I mean, Greg. I'm sorry, Brett. This is what we're getting at. It said it doesn't matter who the head coach for the Hornets is because because he has Michael Jordan next to him to lend him whatever whatever he needs to know in his ear. Moving forward, does is is that true, or is is not having a coach really matter to a player's development? Or I'm saying not a player development, but I say being able to be successful on and off the court. No, you got it right. Player development. It's all of that. It's all that. Okay, uh, having a coach always matters. Uh, He has a coach. Oh, I know, but I don't think I don't. It all, it all depends on how involved MJ is going to be with the kid, though. Because like, who's to even say that he? I mean, he should because it's, it's in his franchise. But like, I don't. Who's even to say that he's going to be there all the time? And that's that's exactly that's time. exactly what I said. And, 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 because but, Michael Jordan out here racing, got his, his new uh, sponsor in NASCAR. You got all these other business ventures he got going on. I'm just saying he can be. It's, uh, to your point, he can be there every now and then, which could be enough, right? It could, but you don't know. I mean, uh, there's so much there that you you have to see. The, the, okay, one. there's a lot of unknown. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying, the best place for him because you got somebody like MJ there that can talk to him about what what he's going through right now, who did it, and is the greatest of all time. Like, why are we sitting here acting like I'm saying he's got to be there holding his hand? That's not what I'm saying. But y'all I, act like y'all don't have any mentors in the game. That you don't talk to every... You have don't have to talk to... Didn't have his energy in the pre-show. I had the he same not. energy. I have the no, same energy not. for no, uh, for not. all y'all. He called us idiots, too. He called us idiots. You called us idiots. You said you say you get tired of talking to idiots because of because we don't get it. I don't want to hear that shit, is So you mad. So you mad because you wrong. 
That's so you mad. I'm not wrong. You are. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me say something. Last time I checked, this is 2020. This ain't 1987, the where you need a telegram to go out and send to let to let um Lamelo Ball know. Hey, son, I'm I'm thinking about you. I want you to know that I'm your mentor. They can they can Facetime each other if they want to, ish. That he ain't gotta be there. He ain't gotta be. He, he could he could have got drafted by the Knicks and still get the same mentorship from okay, Michael Jordan. You don't, but okay, but that's not Michael point. Jordan's or, or that's not Michael Jordan's organization, right? So Continue. the fact that he's in Michael Jordan's organization, where it it is a vested Michael Jordan has a vested interest on this guy being what people want him to be or what people expect yes. him to be because that's yes. his organization and historically people have said Michael Jordan has made bad decisions. Horrible his organization. Horrible. So. This even more that's an even more reason for him to have a vested interest in somebody who he picked third in the draft. That's why I'm saying he doesn't have to hold his hand. All I'm saying is he has a vested interest in this guy being successful. So why yeah. not every once in a while talk to him? Just you know, give him if if you say he lacks killer instinct, right? What better person than Michael Jordan to be able to be in his ear about that kind of stuff, to be competitive, to learn how to win the game, to talk to you. If y'all lose a big game, who better than to have in your court or on your side than Michael Jordan? If you lose a big game, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Michael Jordan got to be there every day. I'm not saying he's going to call Michael Jordan every day, but I'm saying having Michael Jordan in that organization is going to be big for him. And that's why I think it's the best place for him, because had he gone to New York with James Dolan, where all they care about is putting people in the seats and Spike Lee on the um, on the court side jumping up and down and um, creating a show, he would not get that same guidance. That's what I'm saying. James Dolan not going to be the one to guide him. And for the coach, all that nonsense y'all talking about the coach, if the coach is not the right guy, let's say they go in and they do poorly, right? It's Charlotte, they're never going to have the right guys. Fuck okay, so so let me say this. Let's say they go in Charlotte. and they do, they do a poor job, right? They're gonna try to find somebody that's gonna be able to do what they need um, to bring Lamelo's potential out. Fucking and Charlotte. if they don't get him, then eventually maybe they trade him like uh, L.A. traded Lonzo. Like, dude, you're not held to Lamelo, but you are gonna try to make him successful. The Lakers tried to make Lonzo successful. They couldn't do it, so they moved on. That's all I'm saying. Like, y'all trying to tie him to this coach. Like, if the coach is bad, he's going to be there. He's going to be bad. And then no, no. Like, we were just on. saying, we were just no, saying, can you name the coach? That is all we act. That is all yeah, Greg and I ask for. Because it does. It really does. It doesn't fucking name. It, it doesn't matter who the coach is. You know his fucking name. It doesn't matter who the coach is. You didn't know his fucking name. It doesn't matter who the coach is. They can be coached by Boo Boo the Fool. They can be coached by Boo Boo the Fool. I don't care. It does matter because Boo Boo the Fool not, not setting him Boo-Boo up Boo-Boo for success. The then Lamelo going to look like Boo Boo the Fool out there on the court. All right. All right. You wilding, is. You really are wild right now. I think I think this your your point is right he's in a great situation that, and that's, also, all, that's all i try to say he said but, but he said but, but though but the coach when it comes to development still matters a lot 
No, Boo Boo the Fool is coaching in the NBA, and he was Greg Popovich's assistant. Greg okay, Popovich. yeah, yeah, because everybody, yeah, because everybody that coaches after Bill Belichick was great coaches. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, and, yeah, let's go ahead and use that. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. We're not even gonna use that bullshit ass coaching tree crap right here. Nope, nope. We're not using coaching tree right here. No sir, no sir. We're not doing that today, sir. We're not doing that today. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Who's who's the president of Sierra Leone? Who the president of Sierra Leone? That's nothing to do with the conversation. Who is the we're, talking about, we're talking about Leon. sports. We're talking about sports. Who's the president of Sierra Leone? Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. That's all I mean. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. Okay. Okay. NFL Week but 10 recap. We're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to go ahead and move on to the NFL with our NFL Week 10 recap. Ain't nobody reaching. You just mad because you mad because you reaching. Take your L. Take your L like a brother. All of all of the head coaches that have come from Greg Popovich have mostly been successful, though. What's your definition of mostly? I mean, they've gotten their teams to playoffs. Who? Oh, well, you got Steve. You got uh, Budenholzer. How you say it? Uh, Budenholzer. Budenholzer. Okay. And That's and two, then you yeah. have. And you have this guy. I haven't been to the playoffs. You named well, two I mean, damn coaches. I just, but okay. Bill Belichick had more disciples than he did. That's, but that's exactly. not what I'm talking about. I said that have become head coaches. That become head coaches. I just There's said the same thing. There's, There's been more people under. There so has been. It's at least five. Exactly. You only okay. named two, nigga. Well, then you guys name more then. You name him. That's your best friend. You love the Spurs. You should be able to name him. I'm not naming shit. That is your Spurs team. You should be able to name all the all the players that all the coaches that came from Popovich Street. That should be you. What? Are you are y'all serious right now? I'm not making your point for you. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Y'all can't name people now. Hey, hey, um, y'all can't name people. Hey, I will say this. I will say this, and because we are live. Unfortunately, I do want to break this news. Warriors are worried that Klay Thompson might have suffered an Achilles injury. Ooh, dang, that's rough. He will be. He will undergo an MRI on Thursday. But if that is true, that that hurts. Oh, Big man. time. That yeah, I was. I was really hoping to see Clay back again. And if you were to watch his social media profile, he he is definitely uh showing everybody his his rehab and and his and coming back and. If if it is true, I mean that that hurts. Uh, he he kind of into that John Wall aspect of now probably being on the shelf for two years now, and uh, man that 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 hurts that hurts. But I will say this, Clay. Good thing you got your rings. Good thing you got your money for the time being because there's a couple there's a plenty of players out here that weren't able to get either or right. We can all agree on that. Okay, all right. So moving on, NFL Week Ten recap. It was a crazy week, of course, as always in the NFL. Um, let's start off. Let's start off with the Dallas Cowboys. We haven't heard too much from Napoleon. Napoleon, uh, Cowboys at the moment. What, what what are we what are we looking like when it comes to this the next half of this of this season? Are we going to be able to maybe put make a push for the NFC East division? It's still wide open. You only probably need five wins to win it. You got about three right now. I'm sorry, two. So, I mean, I I don't know what to say. Last week we had a bye week, so I can't really that was say the best game I played all season. Yeah, you, you feel you, me? You was able to beat them. 
we had hella improvements, you feel me? Yes, um, as far as yes, all sir. around team gameplay, but are we gonna are we gonna be able to make a push? That's a good question. I have probably not, but we'll see. Uh, I I don't really. I mean, they can play their asses off. The pieces are kind of there, but it, they're struggling all around. They're, they're fucking struggling, and it's gonna be a challenge. No matter who they play for the rest of the season, I feel like so. It is what it is. I took my L for the season. I ain't really tripping on it. <laughs> yes, and uh, speaking of people taking their L's, Gregory, we'll go ahead and go right to you with the Houston Texans. Um, <laughs> the question I have. Oh my, my fault, my fault. You you good? I'm just, somebody about to snap before I can even get the question out. It's all good. It's all, um, I'm not going to ask you the obvious when it comes to. Would you want Romeo Cornell to be your head coach moving forward? Which is obviously a hell no. Um, no. Besides, of course, Eric B. Enemy, who most Houston fans probably would want, or a Dabo Sweeney. Realistically, what head coach do you think can come over? Can come and take over this franchise and help Deshaun Watson be great? I have no idea. Don't ask me about the Texans until 2027. Damn. Right, well, man. Took you a good seven years off, huh? Don't ask me about them niggas, please. Oh, Lord. Okay. All righty then. I'm, I'm, Instead, ask me off. about right. my wiener. No, we're not going to do that at all either. <laughs> wow. Really? We will not be doing that. Of course, we just want to bring up a quick little recap of the AFC South with the Colts in first place. Taking that over that division over from the Titans right now at the moment at six and three, Texans seven and two, and Jags one and eight. Uh, we also have the AFC West with Ish's Chiefs at eight and one, Raiders six and three, Broncos three and six, Chargers two and seven. I'm very disappointed in the Chargers. Really thought they would be a little do a little some sum this year. Not really. AFC North still are still with that. Undefeated mark at the moment. Ravens number two, Browns number three, and Bengals at four. The AFC East, who I feel like will that division will come down to the last game, week 17, with the Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, you have them at one and two at the moment. Patriots at three and Jets at 0 and 9. We have the NFC East with the Dallas Cowgirls in last place, of course. The Eagles with an outstanding record of 3-5-1. The Giants at 3-7. And the Washington football team rounds out that division at 2-7. After 10 weeks of football, those four teams have a combined 10 wins total. Alrighty then, NFC North. We have the Packers at 1, Bears at 2, Vikings 3, Lions 4, NFC South, Saints at 1, Buccaneers 2, Falcons 3, Panthers 4, the Cardinals at 6 and 3, Rams 6 and 3, Seahawks 6 and 3 and the 49ers. Even with all the injuries, still have more wins than the Houston Texans and Dallas Cowboys combined. Just think about that. Let's just just think about that. They are playing in the hardest division in the NFL, still have more wins. Then the Dallas Cowboys. That's the same wins, don't they? And the Houston Texans. Come on. No, we're going to take wins. No, we're going to take away a win from y'all because uh y'all don't deserve to have two wins. So y'all have one and, and the Cowboys Damn. have two. So, yeah, with that game against the Browns. Yeah, y'all don't y'all don't deserve no y'all y'all deserve two L's. Two L's. The Duck won. That's not logic. That's how it works. That's how it works on this show. This this isn't ESPN. This is this is Ken Folk and them. This is how it rolls here. All right. AFC playoff seating at the moment. The Steelers are number one. The Chiefs number two. The Bills 
Number three, Colts. Number four, number five, the Raiders. Six, the Dolphins. Seven, the Ravens. The NFC, Packers at one. Saints at two. Cardinals at three. Four are the Eagles. Number five, the Buccaneers. Six, the Rams. And seven, the Seahawks. Brett, Six. at the moment, yes. if you see these AFC seeding at the moment, number five, six, and seven, out of those three, who actually makes a playoff spot? You said five, six, and seven. Who makes a playoff spot? Yes, sir. Get ready for this man not to answer the question. Oh yeah, it's not like no, no, it, but no, 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 no. I just, I just want to ask real quick. Which uh, didn't they expand it this year? Right. And that's why it's five, at six, seven, seven, seventeen right there. <laughs> okay, no, usually it's usually six. No, they said, "I got you." Let me, let me. I got you, Brett. Hold up, Brett is asking. Brett is asking. There was a report a couple of days ago that said if the NFL cancels a game throughout the season due to coronavirus, they would add another playoff team, making it eight teams per conference. At the moment, it is seven teams. But yes, they did add a seven team. That is the seventeen, Brett. Continue. Yeah. I can't just answer the question. But you asked me. You asked me out of those last three teams, who makes a playoff spot? And if, like, if they're there, I feel like they could continue that and all make it, all make it there. So I'm answering. Out of, out of the, the, the Raiders, the Dolphins, or the Ravens, out of those three, who will be able to snag them a playoff spot in the 2020 NFL playoffs? <laughs> I'm tired of asking big questions. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I'm just making sure we're all on the same page. That is all. Just make sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> I can do it. Just say all of it. Like, I, I just said that. Yeah, like I'm for real confused right now. I'm, 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 I'm confused. Why everybody else is confused? Just, yeah, I'm confused. The reason why I'm bringing can I? The reason why I'm bringing this up is because all three of those teams at the moment are six and three. Plus three teams behind them are six and three. Meaning that most likely this will change, not just in a week, but two weeks and three. It's going to change most likely every week. So I'm just saying, at week ten, when week seventeen is over with. Who will still have a start a playoff spot? That is it, Brad. I think these, the teams that are listed here, are the. I think I think the best teams right now. Like I know I know you said the other teams are taking through. I don't understand what's so funny. But seriously, Greg, you 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 literally, you literally laugh like the Joker on the new Joker mm-hmm. movie. Like I'm gonna need you to stop. That that no, laugh I'm is not horrible. Stop, I'm not gonna stop. I know there's multiple teams that are six and three, but I think these are the teams that have separated themselves the most, and I think these are the best seven teams that I think are gonna make the playoffs. So you think, okay, so you think these seven, this is what the playoffs will look like at the end of the season? That's what I was saying. Thank you, you, sir. I was trying to understand why. I could have sworn because two weeks ago-ish, when Brett was talking about the NFL, he said the Steelers and the Titans will be in the AFC Championship game. But okay, and we'll see. Hey, we'll ideas. see. But again, we'll see but what it, happens at Week 17. What, I mean, no, hey, I, all right, you got, I got you, Brett. All right, that was my prediction. You got him. All right, <laughs> now they're not playing well. All right, I got you. I don't think they're gonna make it anymore. All right, 
We'll check. We'll check back okay, in. Okay. We'll check back in in two months. That's where I. We'll check back in in two months. All right. Okay. NFC. Okay. NFC. Number one, the Packers. Like I said, well, I'm not gonna run it back because I'll ask Napoleon since he is an NFC member with the Buccaneers and the Rams and the Seahawks, quote unquote, on the outside looking in. Do we see any of these teams being able to make a run? From the wild card, wild card position, like the Seahawks or maybe even the Rams. Hell yeah! I don't see why not. <laughs> now it's our time to laugh. At now it's definitely our time to laugh at Yes, thank, thank, thank you, Napoleon, for that. Um, well, we know who not to ask questions to anymore on Kempo and them. Alrighty, he's not going to explain shit. We all know this, so let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. No, no, we're done. No, a chance to explain. Nope, not going to. All right, let's go ahead and talk about this whole Joe Biden get rid of student loans thing. I just want to read this little quick excerpt. Uh, So just give everybody a heads up on what's going on with the student loan situation. So back uh, when all this started, Trump signed a policy that would allow payment to be on hold for student loans. Uh, um, An example, of course, you don't have to make payments on them and no entrance Interest, I'm sorry, recurs on it. In September, he renewed the policy that expires December 31st. If Trump doesn't act to renew this policy again by that date, Biden will inherit a student loan issue because companies are going to require payment and start to charge interest again. But we, but since we are in a pandemic and such, it's going to be pretty hard for all that to, to uh, you know, to take place. So with that being said, Joe Biden's plan coming in to uh, I'm sorry, coming into the election was he was going to try to help eliminate student loan debt. Uh, one of his plans was if you make a hundred uh, under one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, you will be able to get rid of ten thousand dollars worth of your student loans. So with that being said, all five of us went to college. Uh, I know I still owe student loans. I don't know if everybody else here still owes student loans, but if it does happen. What is the first thing you will do once your student loans are finally cleared? Same shit I'm doing right now. Fuck <laughs> you, mean them hoes just gonna be clearing out of the goddamn way? Uh, yeah, I really don't have like an extravagant answer. Uh, probably go to a bar, buy green tea shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be on chilling, saving bread. Hell yeah. Go to Steak 48, give me a nice medium steak, you know what I'm saying? Some macaroni and cheese. What what am I going to do with my student loans or something? What what does that mean? I don't know. It's not like I won the lotto. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, getting getting out of debt is definitely like winning the lotto, though. Yeah, but long term, it's it's not exactly like it, but I feel like you should still be excited. You definitely yeah. should. Like I, you, you definitely downplay, you downplaying the shit out of your student loans being erased. I mean, it's not even erased, but just being taken care of I because that. Am I'm I? Talk, I'm talking Napoleon. Not you, Greg. Oh. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, as well, when people have student loans, they can't get certain things that they're that they want to get either. Um, you know, a new line of credit or being able to get into a home that they want or being able to get a new car that they want. So. 
for people that actually this this actually helps. I don't like that. Shout out, right. shout out to, I mean, you can not like it all you want to, motherfucker. I mean, that's the way the world you works. You can just because you got rid of student loans doesn't mean you have the ability to now that like, your credit is not good enough to go get a car, go get a house, blah blah blah. That's why for me, you ask me, what am I gonna do? How do you how do you know that though? For again, not maybe not for you, but for other people, but for other people, it definitely does help. I'm not saying it doesn't help. Obviously, it helps you in the long run because you're out of debt, but at the end of the day. What am I doing? You said, "Am I going? What am I going to do when my student loans are all gone? What's the first thing I'm going to go do? I'm not going to go out and do it. I'm going to go spend more money after I just paid my debt. No, what do you mean? I'm not going to go buy a house. I'm not going to go get a car immediately just because my student loans are paid off. If that's what you're asking, no, I'm gonna be chilling, saving more. Chilling. The fuck are you talking about? All right. Student loans. I'm gonna be happy, but. I'm not gonna go buy out the club, fucking nobody, throw a party because my student loans are. Nobody said to do it. Dark. Nobody said to do any of that. Nobody, nobody said anything to go have a party, go do this, go do that. I'm asking you again. If your student loans were <clears> gone, <throat> you know what would you do? So I don't think I'm underplaying. I think that's reasonable to say. You just got, you just got out of debt, man. I just got out of debt. Cool. We chilling. Thank you, Kylie, for uh, checking out the the uh, program. She says it would help to have less debt because your debt income ratio is more desirable to lenders. Who's Kylie? Kaylee. Kaylee. I said that. Say Kylie, idiot. I said Kaylee. It's Kylie. You need to get that wax out your ear, sir. No, nigga. You need to learn. You <laughs> need to get the wax out your ear and stop messing with your hair. Did this nigga say Kylie, yes or no? Maybe, yes. it's, just, maybe it's just your yeah. mic messing up over there. No, you're a fucking idiot, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Brett, what are you doing? All right. Seeing how I'm an idiot. Uh, good thing I can do that. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah. You like to be petty, huh? Yeah, that's what we do here on the Kim Folk and um. Yeah, anybody else got anything to say about these student loans? <laughs> Yo, we got to take the power away from this. <laughs> nope. Nah, if they take the motherfucking student loans, I'll be excited. But like I said, I ain't doing he shit. He just in that man backstage. Yup, he stay his ass back there too. That nigga in the green room. Oh man, I, think, I personally think that there's gonna be a lot of people who are excited, and a lot of people who are gonna try and do. Yeah, you back, bitch. That's what fuck I talk. <laughs> I think a lot, a lot of people are gonna try and expand now, like. Right, banish them again and get the house or something like that that they're trying to get. But I mean, ultimately, what people yeah. should do, so, I don't man, think, maybe. I don't yeah. think that people should really do anything different. Uh, I think they should now reinvest that money that that they were going to have to spend on student loans. From a practical standpoint, if you are used to spending that money on a student loan payment, you could continue setting aside that, that yeah. amount each month into a savings account and save up for a big purchase. I definitely yeah. like I, I definitely see, agree because that is because because again, like she's saying, if you're already spending that money and then all of a sudden you don't have to spend that money anymore, that $400 that you're spending a month, $200, whatever it is, it can go into a savings plan. It can go into whatever. And then all of a sudden you're that, uh, that, uh, I'm sorry, that investment that you're making in whatever plan that you're doing it. All of a sudden, of course, it, it turns and turns and you make more money off of that. So with that being said, everything comes back into you as in not having debt and having more income to be able to do what you want to do with it. So. Again, 
I I see the bigger picture of being able to get rid of the student loans, to be able to do bigger things with your money instead of having it to go to pay off people that are still trying to put you in the debt and into that you know bigger hole. Um, I would say I probably misworded the question saying what was the first thing that you would do. Yeah, um, you definitely did. Okay, I apologize. Brad, don't put up the comment. Going with what you're saying now, it's more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All righty then. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next. No, topic. Just the comment, put this. the other comment up. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next. Put the other topic. comment up. What's the comment? Y'all say that. Fresh Yo, Prince of the Bottom. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> reunion oh, special oh, that oh, they have God. coming right. out tomorrow night. Hey, this nigga well. not on pertinent information. He doesn't see it with his chinky eyes. He doesn't see the comments. So. What we're making out on. Yeah, I'm gonna troll you for yeah, the rest no. of the night, nigga. You should have never took me out the fucking show. I'm trying to figure out what you need. Anyways, anyways, like I said, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion special starts tomorrow night on HBO Max. So, of course, if you do have HBO Max, go ahead and check that out. Um, now we do have a very, very busy Thursday with Jeezy versus Gucci versus that will be on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And again, you also have. You okay over there? Yeah, you I just good? saw the comment. <laughs> All righty then. Anyways, and then we also have, right, of course, this Fresh Pence of Bel Air reunion special as well that will be playing on HBO Max. Great. So, the reason why we brought up nah, this topic. going to be in his feelings and take me out this shit. All right. So, I'm, I'm trying to finish up the show. but y'all can I don't care. You're going to take me out anyway. I don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> We're not done. Nigga. We got time. I keep talking, Nick. Thank you. Thank you can you, do that, so, or you can post a comment. One of the two. Exactly. <laughs> post a comment. I'm trying to finish up the show. All right. Get your emotion tells you in order to I'm, do it. I'm, then, I'm, I'm trying to finish up the show. Okay. So, <laughs> let the man finish up the show. Trying to finish up the show. That's he right. wants to finish up the show. That's that's all I'm trying to do. Come on, guys. Let's let be let good. Finish up the show. All right. All right. Oh. All right, first first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. And and with that being said, if you have checked out the reunion trailer, you have seen that there will be both Aunt Vibs will be there. Um with that being said, what is the thing that you are most highly anticipating looking forward with this reunion special? Well, can you give a little a little more de- detail on what the reunion special is, more per se? Not for me, but for the people, so that they can, if they don't know. Well, if you checked out the before, trailer, if you checked out the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air trailer, you will see that they are all gathered around in the living room that, of course, if you've watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the main living room that they, <coughs> of course, have, have been in for 10 plus years and whatnot, and they gather around the living room to pretty much talk about things that happen on set, off set. Of course, James Avery. Of course, the mom, the the mom swap in the middle of uh, the the uh, the first person Bel Air mm-hmm. uh, uh, show and whatnot. And I guess other little tidbits that we just didn't know about about the first person Bel Air. You know, so it'd be great to be able to to go down memory lane and and also hear hear some stories that we never heard before. Can we talk about something real quick? Mm-hmm. Oh. Other than you not posting the comment, but um, mm-hmm. can we talk about how awkward it's got to be for the second mom to be there 
and then I'm bringing bringing back to first mom because all the interviews I've seen post the airing of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you know, everybody in that cast has at some point said something about how like it wasn't the same or whatever. So, is that not going to be kind of awkward? I think well, that's what I, I'm I, most interested to see. I don't think it's that awkward because everybody's grown and they're not doing the show anymore. So I think it's more of an actual reflect and heal type of thing instead mm-hmm. of it being at each other's throats because of mm-hmm. what the switch, you know, the, the switch that had. I mean, we've seen shows where they've made character switches throughout the, you know, in, in between the season or the whatever. And the show has to go on. Right. And sometimes the show is better. Sometimes the show is worse. But at the end of the day, the show has to, the you know, the show has to go on. But. I mean, we all saw. I mean, everybody that watched First Prince of Bel Air, we all knew it wasn't the same thing, duh. But it was still a good show. But I don't think with, with where everybody, where everybody's at at their at this point in time with the First Prince of Bel Air cast, I don't see them going at each other's throat. Oh, I, I, oh no, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they're gonna brawl on the set. But what I'm saying is that's because obviously they older. They're not <clears throat> trying to do all that. But. What I'm saying is, wouldn't it be awkward to be at this reunion where, since the show aired, everybody, all your coworkers basically came out and said, like, yo, we missed the first lady. Like, we wasn't really rocking with the second lady. I mean, she came in and did what she had to do, but really, everybody's always like, yo, we missed the first lady. We really wanted her to come back. You know, it was sad we couldn't get her to come back. Like, it's always been, and not in just, like, the cordial, like, Oh, we wish mm-hmm. we really liked her. Like it's always been the type of energy of like we prefer her to this one. So like now they both gonna be there. <laughs> if I'm the second one, I kind of feel a type of way that like the whole time y'all been like talking down on me. Right. I wouldn't feel this type of way because my my check still got cash. But... <laughs> I also I also I think mean, that that's see. something that they've probably already talked about. I guess especially, they, they especially but. Especially knowing that they're going on a reunion show, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the way it looked in the trailer was that he didn't tell them the other one was coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that's something that they've already. Talk- I mean, obviously, I don't know, and none of they could have just edited it like that and shit like mm-hmm. that. But it did. Mm-hmm. It did. It did seem as such. It did seem as in such. The, in the trailer. It did look like they had no idea. They that surprised them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so. And so with that, I guess it could be a little awkward if she comes back and they had like zero idea. But I feel like them going into a reunion show, that's probably a question that maybe could have gotten brought up. And so they've already talked about it. And so then when they see her come back, you know, that's something that maybe that her and the other one have already talked about, (coughs) whatever beef or whatever. And it's not going to be. Like, uh, you know, anything crazy? No, it's on site. See, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be. It's not gonna be a Jeezy and Gucci though. I don't think anything gonna be on site. (laughs) But personally, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like after all this time, they could they should have already talked about that, and it shouldn't be an issue anymore. But you, you never know. All right, watch. Z gonna be reporting something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's just gonna be real, real uh, healing, real bonding, real reflective, all that good, good jazz. Oh, chummy, 
Yeah, because you know we got to think about the 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 character, not the actual characters, but the character of the individual people that mm-hmm. are those people, and we're talking about just genuinely good-hearted, great people. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's gonna be good for the for for the fans. You know, good for them most definitely. So we'll, we'll see. I think it's gonna be cool to hear a lot of the back, the behind the sorry, behind the scenes stories that we just oh, yeah. didn't know about. Uh, you know, listening to the trailer, they talked. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff was talking about how Will had to beg him to be mm-hmm. on the show. I don't, I don't know if any of y'all knew that or not, but to you know, if you're looking on the outside looking in, it probably looked like DJ Jazzy Jeff was probably hanging on Will Smith coattails to be on the show, right? You know, it probably looked like you know he was trying to be like, oh, let me go ahead and get on the show because it's it's blowing up, but. It was the complete opposite. So it always looked like, and what it seems to this day is, Will has always seemed the one that tries to put everybody else on because he always has had that that limelight. So it's like, let me go ahead and put so and so on. Let me go ahead and help out my other people. And he, he did that with with DJ Jazzy Jeff, you know, putting him on there. And and if it wasn't for the that comic relief of DJ Jazzy Jeff, you know, who who knows what that show would have been. I think every character in that show made it from from Carlton to even to Ashley to Hillary. You know, everybody made the show what it is. And of course, unfortunately, with James Avery passing, uh, early, I want to say what 2000 and it's been a while, 2012, 2013, like the early 2010s when he passed. Um, to see all of them reflect on that as well, you know, it's gonna be some tears. It's gonna be some tears and whatnot, and it's gonna be a really, like Napoleon said, a really big healing moment for everybody to have. Agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, I'm just glad to be here because you're gonna probably kick me out again. So. <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. My fans. You know why I'm here. Boy, just don't gotta call people idiots. You're good. You mispronounced her name, bro. Like, okay, I mean, shit. Y'all like it's the first time. She's been around for years, though. You should know how to pronounce her name by now, bro. Damn. I, I mispronounce your name all the time, too. Now nah, I hope you don't. Greek. 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 Bitch, hey, Greek. What's up, Greek? Greek. I'm gonna call your head now. I, I, I. Pray I, I, I. Greg. I, 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 Greg. Your name is Greg. G-Rig. Good old G-Rig. G-Rig. Just glad to be here, man. You know, people like kicking people out. Go Rugger. Go Rugger. Glad to be here. I'm just here so I won't be fine. Appreciate that, G-Rugger. So we'll see y'all. G-Rugger. We'll see good old G-Rugger next time. Oh, so we wrapping up the show? We, We like done, done? I mean, that is it for the night. We'll see everybody next week. And I will see and, y'all uh, later. I, I know I will see this versus tomorrow, even though Brett won't be there. Oh, I'll man. be seeing that versus. I don't know about you guys, but I got to hear some of these tracks that they're going to play. I'm going to be tuned in for show on that. And I'll say this if you are watching, and it, when, if you are watching live, go ahead and put in the comments. A snow cone for, or sorry, a snowman for Jeezy, and an ice cream cone for Gucci Mane. Who you think is gonna win? And if you go back and rewatch this episode again, go ahead and put it in the comment section. If you think Jeezy's gonna win, put the snowman in there. If you think Gucci gonna win, put the ice cream cone in the comment section for us. All right. Just real quick, who do we think is gonna win? Oh, great, great question. I got Gucci all the way. I got Gucci. Um. 
I am going with um, Mr. Maine. I'm going with Mr. Maine. Ishmael? I'm going with Jeezy. Greg? I'm just here so I don't get kicked out again. <laughs> don't answer I mean, the question. You gotta be, get kicked out. You got to be a tiebreaker, though. My answer is not applicable. Okay. All right. Well, I got you. That's, that's, that's not applicable. At all. <laughs> I'm going to let you laugh because you. Ah, I'm going to let myself laugh too, bitch. Anyways, I <laughs> like I said, to wrap up this show, wow. we'll see y'all next week. I'm Kim Foken now. Are you ready for my question? Who's the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder? <laughs> hey, are you post a comment? I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was asking. I you know, is he asking everybody? Is I'm that, asking all y'all. Okay, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know that was a general question. I don't. Did they hire somebody? I know where this is going. Hmm. Did they hire somebody? Yeah, last time I checked, they ain't hired nobody. No. Oh, okay. Do you know the? Do you know who is this? Now I need y'all to answer it. Since the no, you got it. Is. You got it. You answer, you answer questions. Since, since knowing the name of the coach is so important, and it make a difference of whether or not you, there's you a guy coaching. Reaching. He reaching like a motherfucker. He is like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I know. OKC okay, had to do with Lamelo Ball and shit, but okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Continue though. All right, we'll see y'all next week, and we'll hopefully we'll figure out who these head coaches are in the NBA. Yeah, hopefully, we do. <laughs> I don't get kicked out next week. <laughs> Keep making light skin jokes, you will. All right, no, no. see you guys. See you guys next week on Kim Folk and them. Hey, light skin boy. How you- <laughs>